Hey, what's up, zookeepers? It's your boy, Brand Kirkman, one of the Hollywood kaiju bad boys, and we are here with the final episode of the Evangelion Rebuilds uh, reviews, movies. I don't know what you'd, you'd call what we do, but it's a fun time. Anyways, we're going to talk about Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 equals Thrice Upon a Time. Boy, do I still fucking hate that title. But hey, great movie. I mean, kind of breaking it before we get there. But we uh, have a John Lines back for this last episode. We're actually doing two parts together, but we had to take a break about one-third through. So you'll kind of notice we changed from being in-person to remote, uh, which is kind of fun. It's, it's much like the movie itself. It's all over the place, but in a good way. And we go to some really fun places. As always, if you like it, uh, you know, like and subscribe, rate and review, whatever. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. You can tweet at us on Twitter at Podzuki. Just at Podzuki. And we'll read whatever you tweet at us on air. It's always fun. But uh, you know what? See you later. Spooky episode. Come back. Ooh, ghost. Spooky. Scary. Okay, you're back. Let's go. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. That brings us to Evangelion 3.1.0 plus 5 equals the fourth movie. Um, it, it's a... Uh, we, yeah, let's just get. I feel like get into the plot right away where it leaves mm-hmm. off. Uh, yeah, it starts yeah, with uh, Paris. Well, yeah, yeah, with Paris. I was. I think the movie really starts when you're caught back up with Oscar, Ray, and Shinji. It does, yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna say this. This is the coolest use of the Eiffel Tower I've ever yeah. seen. In a movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, yeah, it's a really gr- like the third movie. It opens with a really great battle scene, like really high concept set pieces, very cool enemy designs, like the. The marching Ava power plants doing the uh, yeah, the oh, whole particle beam thing I, again, just like the, the Romeo. I, I love those things. I love their silly little legs. They're yeah, so yeah. They, the thing is, they walk. they're doing like John Cleese walk. Yeah. <laughs> they, they also the the way these things are like giant batteries that are walking, and they have two Ava units on the bottom that move them. But when I say two Ava units, it's like two torsos that both have different legs. So it's like these little yeah. guys that are just torso legs marching. Yeah. With these, uh, these and batteries. they're holding the thing up. In the middle, like it's their drunk friend. They're yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, we we get back to Mari and what she's been up to, having a real cool fight. Um, you see some really great animations and uh, now how did, bounce how did she not on. end up stuck with uh, Oscar, Ray, and Shinji? She's a cheat character for one thing. Yeah, she's, <laughs> they put in the right code at the beginning of the title screen. Mm-hmm. I just watched the movie last movie last night. I guess. She wasn't on the ground. She was up with the right. Yeah, right. yeah. I think she was keeping yeah. distance to make sure she could uh, like still do stuff. Yeah, she's yeah. mostly like the sniper anyway. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, they even have her like at the end of this fight scene in the Eiffel, uh, or I should say Paris, where she uses the Eiffel Tower to kill one of the Nerve Ava Angel units. Yeah, I and she even that. she even says like "Excusez-moi, you fell." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's cute. I, I love how they change it from the city of lights to the city of fights. It's so yeah, good. Nice. Yeah. It was a good fight, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also kind of do a little bit more world building where like the whole world's been like stuck in this like blood red stasis so that when Cor- they... Yeah, it's been corified, which is a really cool term. Mm-hmm. But after they get out these units, they have this thing that where they put in this... I forgot what they called the thing. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a Brita filter. A Brita, they basically right. they put a giant Brita filter in the middle of 
uh, Paris, and it kind of reverts everything back to normal. Yeah, they're like these big black rods uh, with a bunch of like rotating red weird symbols on them. Yeah. They do look like a, a inverse Brita filter. Now that I think like, yeah. you are right about that. Oh yeah, um, and uh, they keep away core yeah. stuff. Yeah, keep it, keep it from water. getting all red. Um, so the effects of the the core eye stuff is really great too. I think uh, yeah, it's in, like it's not just red, but there's a filter over it, so it looks kind of crystalline, and you can see like little bits of energy swirling around inside. Yeah, of it. They make it really otherworldly too, because it's like the gravity's off, so they have all these things getting like floating in stasis wherever. It's yeah, and they've too. they've got the same like threads coming off of them too. Yeah, um, but they don't go up; they just go in random directions. It's a neat touch. Film's got a great aesthetic. Mm -hmm. This is a, a weird obs observation I made with the fourth one. Is the fourth one I really, really liked it? It really reminds me a lot of the settings in Half Life Two. Of like yeah. seeing a whole world of dealing with like after like a catastrophic event or a catastrophic event happened of like how people would actually adapt to it. That's one of the reasons I really like that series Half Life a lot, and it's a really cool setting. Is like it feels like they really captured what it'd be like trying yeah. to survive in it, and four feels like that too. They have the same like the same kind of like fucked up area, and then like a little bit of a resistance area, quote unquote. Mm. Although here they're more just like chilling out in a Miyazaki movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they, I, I'd say, they have the big fight in Paris. They get it uncorified, and then we sh we cut back to basically right where the third movie left off, with Asuka, uh, Shinji, and uh, uh, Black May going to the encampment, and we're introduced to all of our old favorite friends. Now they're mm -hmm. old, and they've been fucking, so they got babies. Yeah, Toji is like a pretend doctor now. Yeah. He later says he's not an actual doctor, but it's cool that he uh, he gets to be that guy. He's yeah. Like, yeah. He had, uh, he had a, that's a real side to him we didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we uh, we get introduced back to was it Ken? I always forget what his full name. Kensuke. Kensuke. Kensuke Ida. Uh, yeah, they just call him Ken. Ken. It's Ken. Yeah, yeah, it is. He's like the uh, the jack of all trades guys. He just yeah. goes around as a handyman. I, I like that this cool. this movie gives you time to breathe with the characters because they have like a whole montage of like Ray learning how to live and like yeah. adaptive farm life. And I'm like, this is what an Evangelion film I always need, which is just good old farm life, baby. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. part of the movie. Planning, yeah, planning rice, uh, looking at a pregnant cat under a train. Oh. Favorite. Yeah, it's it's the whole thing is just wholesome as shit. Yeah. Uh, it really does feel like a Miyazaki movie all oh, yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's Studio Ghibli's Evangelion. But here's yeah. where I think it's so it's brilliant. It's the humanity that you needed in the Absolutely. third movie. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what you need, but the, the most brilliant thing about this that I love is they somehow took all the angst and like sorrow of Shinji dealing with him not wanting to do anything, and they put it in these scenes still where like Shinji's just like having a whole... Mental breakdown, not wanting to do anything. He's catatonic. Yeah, he's still catatonic. They're dragging the most, around. The, the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah they're just like doing, End of Ava. They're basically like doing the drag around of End of, End of Evangelion, but like you said, it's like an Miyazaki film now, so it's more yeah. wholesome. But he's still doing the same, like not doing anything. At one point, Asuka basically has to even take food and force it down his mouth. Yeah, yeah the animation during that scene is incredible. Yeah, it's force, really great. Force feeds and calorie mate. Yeah, yeah. It's they, they try to give him like these bars of calorie mate. Basically. Okay, let's take a let's take a real quick calorie uh, calorie mate break here. Uh, mm -hmm. Who's had calorie mate? Here? I have. I have. It's good. I think it's good. Like, I've never had it. Uh, I always want to try. You're it. missing out. I, I uh, Metal Gear Solid fantasy. Yeah, I I prefer Energy Friend. Uh, yeah. Like the off brand. Yeah. Almost as good. Uh, consumption buddy that's another one yeah. I like a lot yeah. uh, we, we could do this all day man yeah. Yeah. Food, food pal yeah food pal uh, you also get kind of a, a premonition of what's coming here too is Ray's suit activates Teller that she needs to get back in some good old 
LCL soon, or she's going to turn into a melty lady. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this sucks. Well, not really much I can do about that, so time to just live my life. Yeah. Yeah, um, she... Uh, I get, didn't realize that's what it was, that like she had to be in the LCL right. to keep her shape. Or yeah, it's a, like a little thing on her wrist beeps, right. and then she sort of collapses, and then she's like, oh... I can't live outside of nerve. Yeah, it was weird. I thought but she then, died in that scene. Yeah, I did too. Then. But then again, they don't show her getting up or anything. I, maybe it got cut, but yeah, it shows the next day and she's up and she's working with the rice planting ladies again. Yeah. yeah. Um, she also is kind of growing into her own as a character. They tell her that she can choose her own name. Yeah, yeah. she's learning how to be human. Yeah, she's learning yeah. how to be human. And then I like that Shinji's like told like, hey, you should choose my name. And then Shinji's like, I finally have your name. Peter Griffin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she goes by Peter Griffin after that, which I thought was real weird, but I thought it was also freaking sweet. Um, yeah, crazy coincidences sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's this recurring thing too where, uh, she, so Ray doesn't know all these pleasantries or anything like, you know, uh, good morning, good evening, or like good night, hello, goodbye, that sort of thing. And so uh, the uh, the mom of the kid, uh, she's she's like the class rep. Character. Yeah, class yeah. Rep. Right. yeah. She uh, she's telling, she's explaining to Ray these various things, um, and Ray's like, "Oh, okay." And then at the end too, when uh, uh, she we can cut to the scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, uh, she knows first, that her time's kind of gone. Shinji's kind of become, he's come out of his shell. I think Ray helps him a lot to like finally stop being a, a little bitch, which we always yeah. know Shinji will be. But mm-hmm. he's like, "Okay, I'll stop crying or starting food." Mm-hmm. He's kind of like in this outpost where Pin Pin's been and has the whole family now. Oh yeah, yeah there's like a whole bunch of Pin Pins under the dock. Um, yeah. Pin Pin's probably dead, but he yeah. got to procreate. Whatever, right. they got a, yeah. they got so they're a pencil case. They're them. all yeah. like incredibly inbred now. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing too uh, that I, I kept thinking about is like Shinji's been out here for like a whole week. I'm like, he's gotta smell like shit, man. Oh yeah. Like he's gotta smell so bad. Mm-hmm. Kind of like me right now because I mowed the lawn and worked <laughs> out before everyone came out. So apologies. Um, but like. Finally, he's kind of come out of his shell, but he's still going here every day. And then Ray brings him his tape recorder, his uh, cassette player. I don't know what it exactly is. A mini-disc player? Yeah, mini-disc player. That's it. Yeah, I think it really is a mini-disc player. Yeah. Um, and then she basically tells him, like, I want to say thank you for all these different things. And then it, it gets real emotional because, like, oh, I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. We're, about, we're about to lose Black Ray. Um, <laughs> and I thought it was going to be, like, a really gross scene, but, like, instead she just, like, turns into LCL goop, which is really funny. Yeah. I mean, and it then is red like, at first. Yeah, yeah. Back to LCL. Definitely. Like, it, yeah, at first I was like, wait a minute. Whoa, they're not doing the tang? Oh, okay, it's the tang. But then, yeah. A, I believe that's a proper terminology. She got tanged. Yeah. yeah she got tanged. Exactly. She Tangified. Got tanged. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's... Changing that up a little bit by f- doing a fake out where the first like half a second the LCL is red yeah. and you're like whoa holy shit oh okay no um, but yeah then uh, there's her crumpled uh, plug suit and then there's a little glowing floating cross and there's a rainbow on it and then it yeah. disappears but yeah they uh, they were trying to find her some other clothes first and they put her in the original like Ray uh, schoolgirl outfit and mm-hmm. of that course was... everybody's like. Ee! Yeah, that uh, doesn't make any sense, though. Yeah, well, no, because that's, that's the, that's yeah, the clothes that they would have had, because a lot of them went to the same school. I guess it would work out, yeah, kind of, but yeah. it's still kind of stupid. But also, I like yeah. it. It's yeah. stupid, and I like it. And so, yeah, when she uh, <laughs> when she knows she's going to get tanked, she folds the clothes up, leaves it in the center of the room, and then puts a note on it saying all the words that class rep taught her. Like, uh, you know, good morning, hello, good night, goodbye. And then, like, that's her, yeah. her yeah. ending note. It's really yeah, cute. This... Close enough. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Hey, be, yeah, hey, Podzookers. Can... So, my nose, there's a bit of a change in this uh, episode here. Like, I 
when we were previously trying to record the episode, I had a bit of a medical scare. Everything's fine. Everything turned out turned out normal. But you know, I'm in my early thirties, and that's when like you start going to the doctor a lot. So <laughs> anyway, we're back here with uh, we've got John Lyons and the rest of the podcast crew to continue on with Neon Genesis Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. But now we're in your computer. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, doing that's a remote. Right. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I know too. This might come in at an odd time where I, we we started talking about Evangelion 4.0, I think a little bit. So I don't know if I'm just gonna drop yeah. this in where we we cut out. We got or, well into uh, like Act One. Yeah, we got very well into Act One. I want to say so. Um, I guess we could just do a quick walkthrough, and it kind of gets us up to speed. Which is, uh, I think we talked about how cool the the opening scene is with that fight in Paris. And oh, we talked yeah. about that for quite a bit. Uh, they used the Eiffel Tower. That really cool. Um, the walking Ava you... guns. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, the Ministry of Silly okay, Walk Robots. Can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The John Cleese can, ass, uh, uh, Ava's. I can uh, save us even some more time. We started talking about how uh, how much we had always craved, but we never knew that we needed it. Which is a uh, farm life. Uh, we were that's we were jumping around a lot, but yeah. I feel like as far as how long we talked, that's where we really should pick back up. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we. The last thing I remember talking about is them all getting ready to board the Wunder to go off and fight uh, Gendo and Nerve and all the rest. Yeah, where yeah. Uh, Which... Ken Ken was filming Asuka. Did we talk about their relationship? No. Yeah, that's oh. that's an interesting one I wanted to touch on because they're not really they... shipped. I don't think they have like a sexual relationship. But that's what I was about to say. I feel like I had the thought a few times. Like they fucking, they fucking. <laughs> Well, she sleeps yeah, well, in like, her which, own area. So. Yeah, Asuka's off in, like, a shack at the edge of the village. Because I guess she says, like, oh, I'm not in this village. I protect it or something yeah. like that. Well, yeah. and she calls yeah, he, she calls humans Lillins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's She's gone full angel. What, 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 do, we, what, do, we, what yeah. do we feel about how Asuka's treated in this the final Ava movie? Because I think she kind of gets the short end of the stick in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's almost like if you made a... Um... You made Asuka too self-aware, is how it feels, which I don't mind. I think it's a real interesting take in the movie. Once again, I, I think compared to 3, 4 really comes around where they give all the characters some room to breathe, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a really uh, kind of fascinating take on Asuka's character because it seemed like she always wanted to be like one step ahead of everybody and being the no, and it's almost like she's cursed by having all this knowledge mm. but at this time in the yeah. film. And it's also... So it was kind of fun to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a, a lot of the events that happen are sort of about taking her out of play in various ways because she does have all this knowledge. Yeah, I feel yeah. like like okay, she like releases her angel side because I guess she got contaminated when in the second movie. So she's like yeah, not yeah, human like anymore. Blood and she... Yeah. And she dies she's like got yeah, one of those... she's now She's got one of those black pillars inside of her eye, like, hidden by the eye patch. I guess that that's part, what's been that in there the whole time. That part was really cool. Well, yeah, that was, like, Ultraman stuff, even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and with the whole, like, uh, all of these things are happening at the same time, all of the Ava endings. It's really cool, because oh, she always yeah. has the eye patch. I guess after yeah, Anne, so not in the original series, but... A funny detail, I don't know if you, if anybody else thought this, too, but for a while, I thought that 
Masato had an eye patch or was had, had a cool scar across her, and I just realized it's because it made her hair look funny when she's wearing the glasses. Yeah, she has like I don't know if anybody else had that. Yeah, she like gets kind of, a, kind of side bangs. Yeah, she gets her yeah. bangs back though at the end of this movie. That was we. I yeah, definitely already great. said that how Misato got her bangs back. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it was really the, cute. They just kind the of flew out in front of her weird. face. Yeah, why yeah. she would have that one Roroni Kenshin hair that's not there when she undoes her ponytail. <laughs> Oh man, Rory Kenshin. That's that's she a has whole like rabbit hole. LCL hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, her uh, her so hat. Yeah, head angel powers or something. It was a core hat. Yeah. Well, what about Asuka being a we, clone? I feel mm. like it makes sense. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah. They were making yeah a whole bunch of tubes full of Oscars. Yeah, it's just like I always liked the story from the original series where like her mother was like survived the contact experiments, but she went completely crazy. And then eventually yeah. killed herself, and Oscar was the one Still who came in and found her body. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a real nice switch. Like taking the basic premise and coming at it from several different angles, so that you could see, you know, these are all the different ways that somebody can end up in this kind of psychic situation. Yeah, but basically, she was like, I've never seen the show, but like Orphan Black. Is that what, like Orphan Black? Okay, Is it, yeah, I don't really know that black. one. Hey, hey, like, like. You see her, like, training as a kid when we get to, like, the mindfuck part of the movie. So, like, anytime one yeah. of those would die, they would just get wake up another. Yeah, I that's, guess so. That's what I'm assuming. Maybe it uh, kind of has to do with the change of her last name, too, from Soryu to Shikinami. Yeah, it took me, like, a, yeah. the rewatch to realize that they she was a clone. I didn't pick that up the first time I watched it. You know, talking about... Yeah, they go over that really fast. Talk, this movie's about, so... Go ahead. Sorry. sorry. Talk, talking about waking up a new one whenever one dies is just making me think of the Venture Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the freaking boys yeah. from Brazil! The <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, that's uh, basically what she is. I love this... Should we go back to... Go ahead. Oh, uh, should we go back to, like, chronological order? Uh, or what do you think? I feel like we, just, we play like jazz, baby. Whatever notes we're feeling. We, we were already... It's like... about the movies we don't talk I, about. I, I have to apologize. <laughs> I'm barely going to like jump in for talking about like what actually happened in the film. Because I'll I'll be honest, like the, the logistics of what happened, I cannot describe well at all. I can talk about like what things were metaphors for, but I, I did it is, not... They're, they're... They're throwing a lot of terminology at you, like the an the anti universe. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're two thirds of the way there if you got the metaphors, though. Okay, well, basically, like uh, Ray becomes a farmer and learns how to be human right before she dies because she can't live without LCL. That's what her holds yeah. her together, and Oof. it doesn't kill break Shinji up. But he's kind of like, okay, they're gonna go and fight my father. I'm gonna go and confront my dad because Shinji yeah. has grown up. Yeah, which is yeah, a, I think yeah. a really interesting theme about why I ended up liking this movie series just as much as the end of Evangelion is it's it's a very different take, but it finally is getting the idea of like what if he actually mature and grew as a person as a as a opposed to avoiding responsibility and just wallowing in his own pain. Yeah. So I think I mean it's, it's one line yeah, that really I think he kind of seems not completely organic, him like growing up so much, but there's one line that really gets to me. Where, like, when Ray's visiting him every day and he's still, like, barely talking, and he's like, why do you keep doing this to me? Why is everybody trying to help me? And Ray says, because we like you. And then Shinji breaks down. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the kind of shit that I loved from the original Evangelion, because that's so relatable. Like, 
the people who are my friends, they actually like me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, it sets up that, uh, you know, revelation he has at the end. But here it's more of a slow burn the way he matures and realizes new things instead of at the end when he's, you know, in that folding chair in the little theater and suddenly it's like, snap, wait a minute. Like, I'm not completely shit. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I should keep living. Yeah. Congratulations. 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 I was going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had to do that at least. Got to be, be quicker on the penguins. But yeah, so yeah. Yeah, Shinji tells Asuka he wants to go with them to confront Nerve. So she's like, that is, she says, protocol's protocol, yeah, and tranks him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She, and she's just like, okay, I'll just take him who gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, they, they I love that so much. I did they like the English like the line. Magneto prison? The English line yeah. where she says, yeah, protocol's protocol, and then just <laughs> brings yeah. it out and shoots him. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a good time. They uh, they they do some more setup. I feel like we can actually skip ahead once again because I I think we're gonna have to spend a lot of time discussing the whole meta anti universe part because it is let's be honest, it's fucking dope. I love it so much. It's oh, cool, yeah. but it's also that cool Evangelion thing where like I don't understand it, and you're not supposed to. It's just like, what yeah, does it make but... you feel? Like, what ideas yeah, does it's it bring like up in God your head? Technology. Yes. Well, the cool but thing the too thing is, that... is that the the like antiverse is an actual physics thing with like these penrose diagrams where it's like how you diagram out a black hole and it becomes this symmetrical thing where there's our universe on one side and then the antiverse on the other side so i thought that was a really neat shout out to like relativity and yeah. i mean they, they, they definitely like they do their research and use like real terms but it's also like with yeah, like the christian imagery have, uh, there blasted out yeah. into you know the absolute fringe of anything imaginable yeah also this moment when they get back onto the uh, the ship they uh we they try to develop the side characters a little bit more and you know what i know i get it you put him in the third movie you still want to give him a shot it wasn't terrible but yeah. he has more conversations with suzuhara and then uh kita kitakami i like they explain like, the oh, you... the band headbands that everybody had tied around their arms because i don't yeah, know that that at all nice. the first one it's like we want to change the world back to this color and there's one for every person we lost i thought that was really charming yeah yeah, it was nice, and I, I do think it's good to have the different angles, because it does make it feel like a more developed world of, like, the people on, like, the, the Japan side that were living that far in life were, like, not upset about Shinji, but since these people are more aware of what happened, almost everybody on the ship's like, hey, Shinji, fuck you. Well, yeah, this <laughs> as we said before, this movie had people in it, whereas, like, the last movie, we saw the Wunder for a, a, slow, a small amount of time, then it was Shinji alone with, like, two alien people. Yeah. Uh, one of their head and a piano, uh, <laughs> and a piano, a sex piano. Um, yeah, yeah. So we we basically get caught up. They have a few discussions with Shinji. Shinji gets his head in the game, and they they get ready to to pilot their Eva. Oh, the, the, the final boss. When fight. Mari and Oscar come to visit Shinji before they get in there. Well, they're also, yeah. And they're also yeah. doing this like arc thing aboard the Wunder where they're taking samples of all these different creatures that are going to be exterminated by instrumentality because this is what Kaji wanted. He didn't want it to be a battleship. He wanted it to be an arc to save all this nature stuff. And then they like yeah, that part was pretty cool. Too. Yeah, and then they launch these uh, like tubes out that are supposed to just go and hang out in like a Lagrange point. And they had like AT field engines, which I thought was great. Yeah, that's yeah. secret. And that we also so cool. see we see a showdown with like a bunch of the other Nerve HQ people start showing up when they try to get to the part of is it the Antarctic or I forgot the South Pole. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, the white like field above it. 
Yeah, the white field where they're trying to like kind of broach so they can get to the what do they call it? Like the Nega inverse parallel moon? I uh, the black place. moon. <laughs> yeah. The black moon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that whole buildup was pretty cool because they basically showed them kind of getting there. Uh, Nerf has completed their own full like wonder ship now, but it's like fully operational. They have. A well, you also find out. Saying, like, I don't know if they said in the previous movie, but they stole the wonder from. Yeah. Nerf. That's yeah. why they yeah. show like the the nameplate and whatever the name that Nerf had. They yeah. spray paint yeah, it over like, and put vial or wonder. Yeah, my. F- my favorite thing is that it has the most anime logic I've ever seen in a movie in a while, which made me <laughs> enjoy the camp of it, which is, they're like, oh, it's fully complete. And they're like, but our engine's more strong. That's why we stole it. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> just get to the cool fight. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, it's super anime, and I love it, but it's also no, I believe, Yeah, shit. it's like, we've, we've got the best engineers, and we modified it to be the super prototype. Yeah, the prototype is always better. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's perfect anime logic. They've been doing it since fucking Gundam with the original with Char Zaku because the Zaku was a, a more expensive production unit, but it was cheaper to make the Zaku 2s at a lower cost. So the Zaku actually is a better mobile uh, suit than the other. We don't need to get into it. It's been a trope forever, guys. Yeah. I can't believe it. If you don't before. understand it, you're an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it goes all the way but, back uh, to yeah, like that's... Massinger. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bringing it all the way back. Um, but yeah, they uh, they basically have all these kind of like show off or showdowns with Nerve to eventually kind of. I, I guess they're trying to broach into the Black Moon to have everything happen, is what they're explaining. I think. Right? Yeah, they get down through. So there's the same. I think it's called like the L field. I forget the exact terminology that they use, but it's this uh, force field above the uh, I believe Nerve. It's the, L, the L word field. <laughs> HBO's the L word field. Yes, it's a uh, very, very underrated field. Not a lot of people saw the field. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah they, this, see, this part of the movie, there's so much, like, action going on that that's super hard to describe. And it's, like, yeah. looks great, but you want to get to the meat and potatoes of, like, to, uh, like, a grown man talking about his feelings with his son. Yeah, and the yeah. big fight to get to it is super, super cool. It's Asuka piloting... It, I was afraid, is it the Ava 2 or 3 she's in? It's so hard to keep She's going. in 2, but they had to reconstruct it's like, uh, yes, Unit it's 2. Yes, the 2. That's why they were... She's working with... Yeah, she's working with Mari, who's, like, throwing her down weapons as they have to get through this entire field of, like, uh, basically zomba, uh, zombified Ava units. And they look like yeah. Ava 1, but they all have skulls. Like, just giant human skulls. Yeah, and big skull listen, faces. Except for the one that's got, like, a, like a ninja from Metal Gear Solid face. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it might sound really dumb when I'm describing it right now, but I want you to know 100%. I think it looks fucking badass. It's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> there are like a million of them. Yeah, Evangelion yeah. 3.0 plus 1.0. Oops, too many Avas. <laughs> yeah, and if this movie had a, a shit kind of boring plot like three, and they still had this scene, I would still say it was at least a good movie. But <laughs> we can we can get to the point, the the meat and potatoes of the actual movie, which yeah. is. Uh, they, they do everything they need to to breach through the field to get basically. They were trying to use a through a little literal cloud of zombie avas. They're trying to disable unit thirteen. Drill, yeah, right. With a which is also once again fun uh, gnosticism with numbers and thirteen and what it represents. Yeah. Um, oh, something else I realized fun. watching this movie too is that as the uh, av units climb up, they get more eyes but in like a like a sequence so unit zero has one eye unit two has two eyes unit three has four eyes and uh mari's unit has six 
Uh, oh, so how many eyes does yeah. the Sele insignia have? Is that seven? Oh, damn. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, damn it. Somebody... They, really, they were doing their homework. I guess you could say Let's the all, eyes yeah. have it. <laughs> Let's all look it up and then cut that part. We... <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. Uh, but actually, why somebody does look it up, they... Uh, we start having, it's basically, it is the end boss fight to get to where they need to be, so we're starting to get all of our characters killed off. Everybody in the Wonder is kind of like doing these last minute procedures to get through the field so that they can get basically Shinji inside of it. Uh, we, yeah. we, we say goodbye to Asuka in a very cool scene. Of yeah, the... she's uh, she's trying to get through the uh, Unit 13 AT field, and her own Ava is like rebelling against her, so she goes all beast mode again uh, with like she says angel blood and then just blows up tetsuo style from well yeah she had yeah she takes her eye patch off and like that shows her angel side and she pulls one of those anti excuse me anti-angel dildos out of her eye socket obelisk obelisk i I think they look more like a brita filter let's be honest it looks like a little black brita filter (laughs) i don't think the phallic nature is on accident it just it looks yeah, different yeah. when it's like a Probably small not. one that goes inside of her head. Yes. Not a lot yeah. of other shapes you can fit into an eye, though. And have yeah. Be crazy. An, a glass eye like Sammy Davis yeah. Jr.? Yeah, you, you can have a ball or a dildo. It's really your only option. Hey, I'm an angel man. Or a Bilbo. <laughs> a Bilbo Baggins. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they, they, they basically explain at this part too that she is a clone and then like uh, her i guess her true angel self is trying to stop her from doing it so she tries to kill it by exploding her own head uh which is also pretty badass but then the angel's like it's already too late you dummy like literally that's the word she says to her yeah um and then it's basically we just see her kind of pop off yeah i get um, lcl'd yeah now yeah, so we got raised down asuka's down so you know it's got to be masato going down next for the for, with the ship well, they go down to the and ship, but is, is this, good. like, do they have another fight, or is this when, like, they get under those, like, uh, Oh, octagons? wait, no. Now, uh, so, the, uh, you know, Mari and, uh, Asuka originally, they get down to the floating big pyramid nerve headquarters, and then yeah. something is, tri- like, they trigger another, another Lilith, and a giant naked ray starts to appear, but with... A photograph for a face like she has a live action face i don't think still. we're there yet because i think that's when like oh, no, I, that happens after how... like after oscar dies because that's that's evangelion imaginary right right but that's i that's how misato dies is like ramming through its hand in the wounder yeah oh yeah because yeah. they turn the wounder into another spear and this is where like <laughs> you gotta like have a dissertation in ava to understand some of the stuff we're gonna be saying <laughs> Yeah, to get it through, because also before this, too, they have the, the big talk of Misato and the crew confronting Gendo in a really cool reveal, which is, uh, uh, Misato, no, it wasn't, I guess it was Ritsuko who shot him. Shot him. Ritsuko. Yeah, Ritsuko, like total reversal from the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he she just goes for the gun and shoots him, and then uh, basically shoots off his little cool Cyclops visor, and we find out, uh, our, our, our bad dad, he's already become an angel. Uh-oh. Yeah, Uh-oh. but he still has yeah. to scoop up some of his brain and put it back in his yeah. head. And a really a really cool and gory scene of he got shot in the head where his brain kind of spilled out and he just picks it up and puts it back he's, in. He's I can't tell you how long yeah, I've waited to be able to do that. He's definitely an angel. He's just a really cool line, too. Cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. I love the line he says, too, where he says, like, gods have no need for barriers. We accept everything that comes to us. Yeah. And then, and yeah, like, then uh, he puts hey, his brain back in his head. <laughs> I'm like, hey, gods, uh, consent is king still. I don't know if I agree with that there. So, hey, <laughs> so basically, Gendo's uh, able to pilot Ava 13 now for some reason. He can he can do it by himself. Yeah. I I don't think they explain this, but like you need two pilots, and I guess he's multiple people now. I don't know. Yeah, I he's think basically it, omnipotent. Yeah, because it's like, like he like gave up humanity so he can like merge directly with the core or something. I don't know. Yeah, he, says, he says like I rewrote onto myself uh, information beyond the logos of this world. Well, he says a lot of yeah. weird shit because he's a god now. He's, I implanted the memory yeah, of you, fucking Karu. <laughs> and you love it. <laughs> you fucking love it. I know, uh, Dad. That was never a secret. So yeah. with Asuka dead, Mari, uh, I don't know where she is at. MIA. Yeah, MIA. But, and the fourth impact about to happen. The, the What do they call it? They call it something, don't they? Final the impact? The final impact. Yeah. yeah. The final impact. Or like another impact, too. Yeah, another <laughs> impact. That's the the one I liked. But, yeah. They call it the final, the, the final countdown, and they start playing the song by uh, Asia. Yeah. I like it because it it sounds so exasperated. They're like, "Oh, another impact!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mom, we already had one. Oh, yeah. I'm just so sick of all these Neon Genesis Evangelions. <laughs> we we've got an impact at home. <laughs> so we we all know what this is leading up to. We we can kind of get back to the actual timeline of this. Means that. Masato needs to basically ram the Vunder in so that Shinji can get his Ava in to fight his dad. And you're thinking, like, this is going to be, like, a totally epic showdown fight of Gendo versus Shinji and two Avas fighting and duking it out. And you kind of get that for a second. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But we, then it starts we, getting okay. all loopy-doopy. We, we, we can't, we can't jump that into that yet because the... Starts getting impacty. Like, like, the whole crew comes out yeah. onto the deck. Like, everyone's talking on the ship after Gendo, like, flies away with the spear to go do the thing in the uh, in the mirror dimension. Yeah. And a, oh, a bunch I forgot of people... about the whole weird spear thing. That's how, right. How, oh, yeah. how could you forget about Suzuhara coming out to shoot Shinji? In the most perfect metaphor for someone who's, like, been hurt many times before, not wanting to be hurt anymore. You can't start the impact. He's gonna start the impact. Yeah, everybody yeah. comes out on the deck with, like, a gun to shoot Shinji. Why? Yeah, but, they did uh, that twice. <laughs> with, uh, with, yeah, uh, and then, Name uh, Carol. Kitakami, yeah. Lips Girl, Kitakami and then. comes out and stops Suzuhara, yeah. It should have just been her. Like, the, like, Toji's sister. It would have been funny if they went through every character in Nibia Gallery on point. <laughs> yeah, they're like... Pen Pen comes out and he's got like one in his mouth. <laughs> that's gotta be that's gotta be the director's cut where there's just a there's there's a pile of forty seven handguns at the end. The guy yeah, that it's is, the, con- the guy that invented it's the congratulations scene, but there it's like a Mexican standoff congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So yeah, we we have that kind of like talk, but then they're like, okay, we have to get Shinji there. And then there's a the thing about making a spear, even though it doesn't exist anymore, because Gendo took the last spear, and I think through the power of friendship and love, they can make the last spear. It oh, really kind of is, because yeah. Ritsuko's like, you expect me to do this with just a model? Like, hey, you're Ritsuko. You're really good. Like, okay, I guess I can yeah. do it's it. It's not just the power of friendship. They <laughs> when also you have put a, it that they way. Have a, they have a big-ass Ava spine in there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the connector they literally say it's like the, the, the power of hope and humanity or something like that, which... Listen, this, I, I like this movie a lot, but it does have some very cheesy moments like that. But also, it's fun. But look, we have to be honest yeah. here as well. They went a little spear crazy these last few movies. <laughs> they they did. I was crazy. I was pretty surprised. Yeah, they, when they go into the antiverse and uh, 
Dendo says, like, okay, so does everybody remember when those gates opened in the previous movies? There was this big, weird, like, multiple cross thing kind of rotating up there and coming down. Like this gray, spindly, almost chandelier. That's the does Black Moon, isn't that? it? No, that's, uh, uh, they call it, he calls it later when they go into the Antiverse, he calls it the Golgotha object, and they get up really close to it, and it turns out to be fucking gigantic. Oh, yeah, but that's also, like the thing that, uh, Ava Unit 1 was encapsulated in, looked like that. Yeah. And then, uh, so Gendo says, uh, forget exactly the wording, but he says something like, uh, long ago, beings who were not human left <laughs> this object and six spears, uh, in this place. And so... Was it six? I thought it was just, like, three. Or like... Oh, yeah, he says, he says six, but then he But says he like made a... one, and then... Yeah. They turned the, the Wunder into one. Like, this is part where, like... If I didn't love Ava so much, this would turn me off a lot because it's kind of yeah. Just... Well, they're making extra spears. The thing too that uh, I didn't like is that the spears that they're making start to look kind of Saturday morning. Uh, like the original Lance of Longinus, it looks really weird. It's like this DNA helix that unravels and becomes a spear. It looks properly surreal. Yeah, when it's, when Shinji, like... it somehow like these spears all have names even though they didn't exist yet. There's a Cassius, the Spear of Hope. And yeah, it totally yeah. looks like a, uh, a He-Man weapon. You, you yeah. can explain uh, that away. Power it's sword. the Dead yeah, Sea there's... Scrolls. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, like a big big green crystal in it. It, uh, <laughs> yeah. it definitely looks definitely looks like uh, an accessory that would come. And that could be Power Like a different section of the blister pack. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, oh, Re- Reader yeah, of Pulsar needs that thing power in order sword to make right away, yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely know that Anno was making this film, and he got really into making these spears. He's like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna have to do the next Kamen Rider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. It's gotta happen. Yeah, little uh, little dry run testing. Like, guys, we gotta get the spears exactly right for Kamen Rider. I've got just the yeah. place. It's a little project called Ava and something. Yeah, we'll get through it. We'll start in the '90s, but we'll get there eventually by 2021. Trust me, I'm pretty good at planning these things. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so like. Masato rams through into inside Evangelion Imaginary. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and so, uh, he was already in there, though, right? Because, like, well, it, yeah. she, he, her he going through is what gives first. him the spear. Yeah. So, Hitmari yeah. was able to get, in the Evangelion, was able to take him into the anti-universe, and he was able to just say Ayanami and get inside Ava Unit 1 and meet Glamour Model tortured slave yeah. <laughs> like uh yeah. super totally uncut hair from all that time in there glad we didn't get to see your fingernails yeah, it, it was a uh, scene that really did, did make i misunderstood yeah. it a little bit because at first i thought that like she was like the dummy plug for gendo like that was like the trade-off but then i realized like oh no she was inside av unit one which was being used as the engine for the wunder so yeah. that's why and... she's there yeah, and this whole, you yeah. know, over the last 14 years, yeah, she's just been stuck there. But uh, also, uh, something else is, uh, what did everybody think about using uh, live-action face for the huge ray? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It was real weird. With, yeah, me too. <laughs> I think it worked in conjuncture with, like, the idea of Evangelion Imaginary, and also knowing, like, this movie really rewards people who have seen everything that's Ava. Oh yeah. Well, another thing think... that it really works is this this whole area. I feel like we're gonna spend a little time talking. 
That's like their cum yeah, saucer like, Todd moment. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Uh, well, I think uh, there wasn't a whole lot of tumbling down in this one, but I did think that it was a good <laughs> nice. shout out because, uh, like, okay, so everybody who's familiar with Ava and the end of Ava at all, they recognize, you know, the ending of the huge ray head falling down and then, like, half of it being in the water and shit like that. So I thought it was, like, a good kind of. Uh, weird sacralization of one of the most important visual aspects that everybody's familiar with from the past, but also that, uh, and there was kind of a weird irony to that, but also I thought it was cool in purely a visual technical sense in that it's this insane thing. It's Ava imaginary, you know, well, that's it's why it's supposed to be uncanny valley. And, yeah, exactly. That's what I, uh, um, was thinking is that like, it looks to the characters, uh, as different, so like we, you know, we're just seeing it in animation. Well, I, I kind of feel my interpretation, it, yeah. my headcanon is that uh, Evangelion Imaginary is the franchise. Oh yeah. So that's why it's like oh, it's, like, it's also like this is the first movie where Lano's. I think the message has always been like, hey, deal with your fucking problems. But this first right. one, like, okay, I tried to do that by showing you someone not dealing with their problems, but you guys seem to emulate that because you're fucking dummies. <laughs> so I'm going to show yeah. the characters actually confronting the goddamn problems. And like you know what? The they audience. end up better for it. They do. Yeah. They really do. Like in that audience think... of End of Ava, where it's, they spliced in the premiere audience into the movie, and you see a guy in the front, like, holding a Ray plushie, and then, his instru- then it shows him Sean? disappearing. Like, like, go outside. Get out of the theater. Yeah, SeanBaby.com. Um, but it, this is go ahead. This is a real rewarding because I feel like they. Uh, it, I, I think it's a whole franchise where it's about the, the beginning part was Shinji avoiding his issues and what happens when you turn your back. And for decades we've been saying like, just fucking talk to your dad, dude. Just fucking talk to your dad. Or I thought you were going to say like, just fuck Oscar. <laughs> just I mean, just fuck Oscar and then talk to your dad. But I do like oh, the scene where like I fucked my dad that, and talked to Oscar. Fuck. Oh no! Oh, I do like the scene where Today they go with Kensuke to his father's grave, and Kensuke's like, uh, "You should try and make peace with your father. Like you'll regret it yeah. when they're gone." And then yeah. Oscar's like, "You're talking about Gendo Akari." Yeah, yeah. I was just <laughs> yeah. thinking that. Like sometimes it doesn't work. I don't know if you saw this anytime, but it turns out Gendo Akari in English is an anagram for ignore a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's something so you can try at home, everybody. Yeah, do it. Um, but yeah, they, they when Shinji's finally got into this and we're getting into all this metatextual stuff, he talks to Ray and kind of like comes to peace with everything that's happened. He decides that he's going to engage in a fight with his dad. And you're, you're thinking it's going to be this like huge fight between two em- e- e- Eva units. But then At it first it is. Cool because the, yeah. yeah, yeah, the movie primes begins, you to think in terms of big set piece battles. Yeah, but then it is literally a big set piece battle, well, which is the coolest thing ever. I mean, yeah, it's literally. Because so yeah, they started yeah, out in and... Tokyo in uh, Tokyo Three, from yeah. like the series yeah. and the movies. But then you realize it's a fake set that they're yeah like, they, having they a battle. They trick you a little bit at first. It's great. Like it starts off yeah in like the old Tokyo Three from like episode two and shit like that, and then uh, as they're fighting and they're being knocked into buildings, the buildings just like skitter away without you know any kind of connection to the ground or anything and at first for me i was thinking like what the hell just happened to the animation guys you had like nine years to work on this and you can't 
you know, put some uh, put some foundations, some burst pipes or anything in there. But then suddenly, uh, Gendo throws Shinji far, and he hits a wall that's a, like a painted curtain, like the fucking Truman Show. <laughs> and you're like, oh, the buildings were the buildings were always just like cardboard boxes. Well, like the, it, it, uh, it was great it's cool. It's represented that way, but like they said in the like the anti universe, humans can't perceive what it is yeah. so it creates so something in their minds for yeah. them to interact with each other which is the entirety yeah. of the series because after that i don't know where they get sent next eventually they get sent sent to like all the a bunch of famous scenes from the show yeah uh, they go to like misato's yeah. apartment oh yeah misato's apartment was, yeah. was my favorite because they were fighting with all those giant beer cans flying around <laughs> yeah 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 the giant beer cans flying they literally are like in the backstage where you can see all the cameras and like pulley systems which was oh really yeah cool. they have it and in the like classroom ava costumes hanging on the walls yeah yeah and uh i think what really makes it cool is they're they're having like a fight but then you realize that all their mirrors their their movements are mirroring each other so they literally can't do anything but hit each other with the same exact points they the are doing that but then there's yeah. a couple of fights where like Gendo kills Shinji, but it still comes back, and they're fighting each other in somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And then it's it's literally like a once again, it's a whole metaphysical narrative about the whole series where it's like we could fight, but literally what we need to do is talk. That's I mean, that's why I wish it would have been Shinji saying that rather than Gendo. What do we have to? But I mean, that's go ahead. That's the thing where I would debate that is that I think a lot of these films is you have to realize like Gendo is a fully formed adult man who's made these decisions and Shinji's still basically a child. He's the one who needs to be reaching out and trying right. to be like a dad. And yeah, so and that's why it's a big breakthrough. Yeah. And cause Shinji has already been reaching out to him too, only to be rebuffed this entire time. So yeah. this is and the first time is yeah, Gendo's the, tried to do the anything. Best part, yeah. I got to say before we get too far and sorry to cut you off is I think the best thing is that what, what saves the universe in this version of Evangelion, what leads to them talking is the fucking tape player. That's the funniest thing. Yeah. Ever I love it so much. Yeah, well, yeah, it was always was, meant to be fantastic. his dad's tape player, which was. Yeah. Did they, did they really like hint at that early on in like the original show? I didn't pick oh, up. Yeah. on. I, that. Mean, I just know that it, I think he says it at some point in the original show. Like this is the, this yeah, is, this is the only thing he okay. left behind when he left me with my teacher. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, it, and a really interesting thing, they they finally get into the, like the backstory of Gendo when they start talking about uh, it because they they really didn't do that too much for a lot of the other series, which is interesting. Well, this was at the yeah, point it was just when I hanging out with like Fuyutsuki. Yeah. yeah, this was at the point when I realized I had my like <gasps> moment when like uh, Gendo started telling his story, and you realize like oh shit, this is Ano talking, and I know we talked about that yeah. a little bit before about how like my subtitle like portrait of the artist as an old man. But just that realization that, like, of course, Ano would identify probably more with Gendo at this point than he would with Shinji. Oh, yeah, because Gendo earlier was like a kind of super Shinji. He was, you know, totally isolated. He went off, never wanted to be with anybody. He just wanted to, like, read and study and, you know. And, you know, as like a someone who was like an introvert as a kid, I totally sympathize with that. That's why I know that's Ano literally talking about himself. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. And he even kind of, even kind of looks like what a kid Ano might look like with the glasses and the, <laughs> you know, like messy hair. Oh, absolutely. Just without I, the, the the huge ears, maybe. 
Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if he planned it this way for Gendo to look like that, or he just uh, mutated his DNA to look like Gendo as he got older, but the, the motherfucker really do look like an old Gendo. Well, there's one <laughs> shot of Gendo when he's telling his daughter, I don't know when it happens, but it doesn't look like Gendo that we've been seeing, it looks like fucking Anno. Yeah. But yeah. They also do some it's like him looking like back over his shoulder or something, and like... Yeah. They, they do a lot of fun shots of showing him like through different ages, and then you also see the mirror of like how he looked a lot like Shinji when he was a kid, because it makes sense since he's his dad. So yeah, and they do a lot of like the uh, the living sketch shot, the uh, living sketch style, kind of as a callback to uh, episodes twenty five and twenty six, and a little bit of uh, uh, the end of Evo with you know the kids' drawings and everything. So oh yeah, yeah, it's like, sort of like dog an animatic. With his ripped open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, no no dogs uh, being gored here, but I'm sure... Which is good. Uh, yeah. I'm fine with that being not a thing, because I love dogs. <laughs> uh, but the, this this leads to finally them like having a heart-to-heart and talking about like how he's like slightly proud of Shinji because like he's decided not to isolate himself like he did as a kid. At least that's the subtext I took from it, because once again, this is... This is a, hey, motherfuckers, this is Evangelion. You could take a million ter- interpretations of it, which is why it's so fun. Uh, yeah, but it's... they uh, they kind of talk it out, and then this is where it gets really trippy. Of like, we're told apparently there has to be like a series of sacrifices if they want to rebuild the world. And then Shinji's like, "Okay, I'll do it." But then Gendo's like, "No, I think that this is this is the point where I should make that." Decision. Well, no, there's the there's the yeah. scene where like he finally like, he has some understanding with Shinji, and he hugs him, and then he sees Yui. Yeah, well, I was yeah. gonna say before that too, like a huge thing that reveals a lot of like Gendo's motivation and everything is that when he meets Yui, she's the first person to really accept him for who he is. She's like his Kaoru. And so yeah. that's what makes <laughs> him so desperate to reunite with her is because you, you, he, is she brought him to life for the first time. Well, yeah, yeah. as much as I think I, I like saying that the message of the movie is like getting to therapy. <laughs> it does also kind of yeah. seem like get a girlfriend. Yeah. Or, or even better, make a human connection. Yeah, date your therapist. Uh, yeah. Uh, with someone you could have sex yeah, date, with. Yeah. Therapist. <laughs> have sex with your therapist. Um, okay, I, I think we have to do... We have to do the, impo- the, the honest moment. Okay, since a, a few of us have been following Evangelion for us, who cried when, when Gindo hugged Shinji? Because I, I totally did. I did. I, I had to. I, get, yeah. I got pretty misty-eyed, yeah. I was like, oh Probably, I know I cried a couple of times, but for some reason I can't seem to think which parts they were. I think I, like I definitely think space. I cried when I like I saw like uh, Glamour Model Ray who just been inside the what do you call it oh, plug yeah. the yeah yeah that was pluggy. that was pretty like a pretty shocking reveal but for real at that hug at the end I was like this is the moment like this is it this is what Oscar story like I, I got up I cried during Oscar story like her like yeah. especially like that scene when like she sees like. A baby Shinji with Gendo and Yui, mm-hmm, and she's yeah. just alone. Yeah. She's like all jealous, and like and the then uh, Ken's in the little doll suit. To yeah, I was gonna say fun. the uh, her her doll that says Asuka on it comes in like uh, whoop onto a log with her, pats her head, and then takes off its head, and it's yeah, it's Ken Ken under there. That was great. Yeah, I like, but yeah, I think it was a lot of emotional highs too, because I mean, I think that I mean it's been like if you've been a fan of the series for decades, we've been just being like Gendo hug hug your kid. Yeah. <laughs> also, that scene that I mentioned earlier, where like Shinji's like, "Why is everybody trying to help me?" And like, "Because we like you." And then he starts crying. That got me misty-eyed too. It's like I totally yeah. understand that. That it's such a good way to put that and like explain a bunch, but also like 
I don't know. I just loved it that line a whole bunch. Yeah. Well, but now that we talked about the fun emotions, uh, this is where I have. Uh, this is where I'm trying to figure out what actually happens from this point. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I think so. Misato uh, takes the wunder uh, after taking off her hat and getting her bangs back. Uh, takes the wunder through uh, Ava Imaginary's eye transforms it into a spear that then appears as like a tiny model in Shinji's hands. Thank you, Miss Misato. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was, that was good. Uh, So yeah, he's, uh, he's talking to uh, Glamour Ray to like the original Ray with her huge, like mane now. And so uh, he has to confront all of the other children. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. He talks to them and he says like, well, what I really want now, now that I've had this like moment, is I don't need there to be Avas anymore, like a world without. But there's also aliens. Like, we should talk a little bit about him confronting all the other pilots because, like, he confronts Oscar. Oh yeah. Like Oscar has her own little thing with herself, and it's very much like an end. The whole like, this is the me. This is in Misato Katsuragi's mind, and this is me inside of my own mind. We were both saying, but it's more like wholesome than that. Yeah, because he he talks oh. he's talking to Oscar like in like like fan service Oscar from End of Evangelion. They're on like that beach and she's in like yeah with her plug suit all shredded. Yeah, and she's yeah. got more like the yeah. body of a woman in it than she does of a child as well. Oh, yeah. I feel like they drew her a little bit more older. Yeah, I, I thought that was a metaphor for her finally like growing up out of that that like childhood physical form. Oh yeah, yeah, because he does like manage to get her plug her plug out of Ava Imaginary and send it to wherever, like, the rest of humans were. Because like, we see her waking up in the plug and, like, I think it's implied that she's human again. Yeah. Yeah, they, like, ejected back out with the rockets and everything. And yeah. You see them like, little sparkles off in the sky. It, um, all, something about that, though. Oh, it's, it's, oh go sorry, ahead. It's, it's all metaphorically, like, Rei, Shinji, and Asuka are all supposed to, like, basically be representations of Anno. Like, they're supposed to be his... Uh, his like talent and drive to do better. They're supposed to be his self doubt, and they're supposed to be like potential. And this is, or at least what I took from it was like, no, he's finally kind of grown up. He's gotten, he's he's finished Ava. He's gotten out of Ava, and he he can move on with his life. Well, and that's like another thing why yeah, I felt it's like very him, on the nose in that way. I felt like him embracing Shinji at the end was like, Ano, yeah, confronting like regret. Oh, yes, like, like forgiving his past self for, like, not doing the things maybe he should have after he, like, realized that, like, things about himself. Oh, yeah. yeah regret. The, the, forgiving yourself yeah. for past regret. The, the, and he, uh, the, the, he said he, he put, like, a lot of sickness into Ray, and he thought, like, she's a very sick person. I want to portray this, and then everybody loved her, and he was really surprised. <laughs> yeah. I've never read that before, Which, but yeah. I can kind of see it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it, there's a lot of interesting takes that I feel like Anno got to and finally kind of delivered with this movie from what he was doing with the whole movie series. And it is a good wrap-up for the entire franchise. Yeah. I think so, too. And uh, I was talking about this uh, with John on the drive home from when we did the first recording of, like, it feels like uh, it really is uh, uh, an amazing thing to see an artist able to accomplish of, like, the first through, time through the series with Evangel and you see somebody who wants to like show what it looks like to, to be depressed and given to desperation and be like, you know, I, I'm rejecting society and I want, I want to, I want to put this into a message of why I've just, I've turned my back on any type of human connections. 
and then to see him like decades later having like a fulfilled life and made like human connections and actually want to be a better person and then try to like retool that that idea and message with these movies branching out into other industries yeah. i mean he's yeah, directed make, like, he's uh, directing movies now like people movies it's really <laughs> yeah. i mean it's like you said it's like go to therapy is the message but it's like here let's, this is what i would have done if i'd gone to therapy and been a more better person at the time which yeah, I think it is a really makes, interesting thing to see it makes the message of the originals about like self-actualization feel much more lived in and kind of visceral as opposed to again like the end where shinji says a couple things and has this epiphany and then suddenly it uh you know ends uh, this really builds up to it and demonstrates it in a kind of show-don't-tell way that I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to get to the actual ending, and then we'll get to the Yeah, ending. before we get that, I want to say, do we think that Mari is 60? Yeah, well, <laughs> it turns out Mari is short for Maria, is in, like, Ave Maria, is in Jesus' mom. Well, they and also, Fuski also says Mary Iscariot, and that's, like, Judas's last name. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of real. interpretations you could do, and I think they definitely toned it up for this last movie because after they decide the sacrifices and Shinji is actually spared, and where I guess we're showing this kind of reconstructed world, but it's it's both it's very confusing because it's supposed to be both like a reconstructed world and reality, but also where they left off. We don't need to figure. Well, out I I, I interpret it as right. it, it's, it's the antiverse, the cur- current day. They've all aged from how old they were when they were born in 2015. Yeah. But yeah. it's, uh, it's... Are we like talking he... about the very last scene now? I, I we'll think so, right? Scene, oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm sorry. There, there was some stuff... we also have the beach scene with Mari, too. Yeah, where it deconstructs itself. And even before that, when uh, Shinji gets the spear, uh, Cassius, I think, the the Hope Spear, the He-Man yeah, one. Cassius yeah, Cassius uh, yeah. And, yeah, he, uh... <laughs> yeah. He sort of, like, does this Madoka Magica thing where he wants to reset the world to be, like, our world. And so he uses that to sort of metaphysically destroy all the Avas. And we see it piercing through all of them and shattering them in kind of this it, sequence. It, it says that he doesn't change anything other than Avas never existing. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what he says, like, oh, a new world, Neon Genesis. Yeah. Which yeah. goes to the uh, meme. She said it. The credit in the background. Yeah, the whole yeah. meme. We're like, uh, what are we, some sort of neon Genesis Evangelion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he made it real. And that's why this is a 10 out of 10 film, in my opinion. For sure. Uh, he just comes out yeah. and says, like, it's done. The show's over. Stop watching it. He did Which say in I an think... interview, though, that, like, I could see myself maybe going back to it. I hope he was just saying that to just, like, cultivate mystery because i literally oh, hope yeah. he never goes back not, not even to cultivate oh, I, mystery to really fuck with the fans <laughs> yeah be I, I saw one through where he said like uh this is the end of evangelion like for real this time it's done and the interviewer asked will you miss it and he just goes no <laughs> <laughs> hey, they could they could yeah. still do a return right by giving us a 40 episode series that just focuses on ray in that small village again yeah, I mean, it'd be fun. or or sitting that. in the entry plug that whole time, <laughs> just as like Ray a, a high, high con- oh, living in the country on animation. It's like a high concept yeah. thing, like Andy Warhol filming that guy sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'd love it. So we get to that. They have a Mari and Shinji have a discussion on the beach about kind of how the world's going to change, and then we finally get to the last scene, which is like, uh, I mean, it's it's classic anime ending. You got him at a train station. 
Um, but I also want to mention running though, off towards get, the future before we get to that. Everybody on like uh, the Evangelion subreddit and shit all love that like one last kiss song from the very end. But I love the song that's playing like after Shinji uses the spe- new spear to kill all of the Evangelion. And I guess he's waiting in a decaying world is what the degradation of degradation of the art style is supposed to meant. Yeah, yeah, which is a or pretty cool interpretation of it, or like the world that he was in, totally unmaking itself and then being recreated. Yeah, Mari and then plunges, yeah, then Mari shows the up at the last minute. And, yeah, and comes comes back up in like regular co- clothes instead of the plug suit. Yeah, and the song uh, they play yeah. throughout that, I think that's the best song in the movie. I mean, one thing yeah, I should say too good. for the whole movie series, is I think they had really great soundtracks for the fact that they were all over the place. They were just. Like orchestrated jazz, crazy techno fusion, cosmic gumbo is just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and like the uh, the sci-fi disco for when the Wunder is doing stuff, like yeah. as a as a callback to Nadia. Yeah, I thought that was really nice. It, is, it was. Oh really yeah, cool. we mentioned and that in the, the last I, episode. Yeah. And then basically, we we end the film with uh, Shinji and Mari at a train station that they decide to run off, but on the opposite end of the platform, of course, they do a little tease of having Ray and. Uh, Karu uh, hanging out, I guess getting to be adults and not um, angel babies anymore. Which you know, good. Yeah. For, yeah. Well, yeah. I thought. I thought like it's, yeah, it's like, uh, a lot of people interpret that yeah. as like, oh, Karu and Ray are shipped. But then there's a they show like some panels from an episode of Bob's Burgers. Like, oh, they make a cute couple, right? You know, they yeah. certainly are standing <laughs> next to each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, maybe they're siblings now. Who knows? Um, and, and Oscar yeah, is in that last scene David's as well. You don't. Even, that makes more yeah. sense. They don't focus on her, but Oscar is in that last scene. Oh yeah, I saw her. I could have used some yeah. Misato, but then yeah. she didn't really have any growing up to do. She wasn't. So, she uh, wasn't one of the children. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, then it uh, it segues into real drone footage of Anno's hometown, like in the industrial areas that they were kind of shooting through in that last. Uh, confrontation between Gendo and Shinji. <laughs> just, and just in case for the viewers at home, if you weren't sure this was actually about Anno and his message, you <laughs> yeah. really make sure it's hammered home. Yeah, they're like, oh, this here. is my hometown, and this is like actual real drone footage of it. With yeah, like uh, Shinji and Mari rotoscoped in, and t- tiny little figures in the bottom. Yeah, but I think it's supposed to be like a a confirmation that this is the end of this series, at least for now. Because it's going from where they broke down to basic like storyboards from animation to the real world, and I kind of like that transition is pretty cool. I like yeah, that. yeah, I like that too, and I like just like he gave us the one thing I think don't think I don't think I expected the happy ending. Yeah, yeah. One thing yeah. that kind of irked me a little bit about it though is you see like Shinji wearing a business suit and everything, and it felt like. It went a little bit against the whole idea of self-actualization by going and being like the subordinate to this organization that's also probably in conflict with the whole like eco solar punk message of the village that they showed yeah, earlier. We don't know. Maybe he's no, a comedian just, and that's his thing. Yeah, he's exactly. like a business yeah. guy. We don't, oh, I was, we don't know if he's a businessman. He could be uh, he could be yeah. that guy from Fifty Shades of Grey. He could just be fucking someone. One of the guys from Stella, yeah. yeah. He, uh, <laughs> like, I thought it would have been uh, cool to have him, like, uh, directing installing solar panels or something to sort of bring it back to the whole Miyazaki world at the beginning. Or he could just be that one kid on YouTube who reviews the energy drinks and what they taste. Oh, like my God. Oh, that's totally oh, yeah. what Shinji's doing. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe he's a pickup artist. 
Yeah, he's just like, Mario, we gotta go. Uh, Red Bull just dropped a flavor that's based off sunscreen. <laughs> we gotta see what it tastes like. I, I, did, yeah. I did really... We got the new monster. This one's pink. <laughs> yeah, but it tastes like cotton candy, even though it doesn't really have a flavor. It's just sugar. Yeah, he does that thing. Uh, one of the guys, he like he's diabetic, and so he takes a sip of the energy drinks and then spits them out like a wine taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're we're making that can now. He's oh, definitely. Become a YouTube <laughs> yeah. star who tastes energy drinks like that yeah. one weird kid. I, I really. So you yeah, th- you, do, you think this implies that he was shipped with Mari? Uh yeah, oh yeah. They, I think, I think so. it kind of does. Yeah, they do. The end. Oh yeah. yeah, she. Uh, I don't know. It's and yeah, she's like, oh, guess who? It's somebody who has big boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, girl with yeah, big boobs and last after. After years, we've confirmed if, if Shinji's an ass or a boob man. Now we finally know. Oh, so, yeah. thank, thanks, Anno. This is what we've been waiting I, for. Uh, He's fluid. I, I just want to say this real quick before I move on. I, I love for that the first time, I think, in all of Evangelion, Shinji's voice actor is talking like a real person and doesn't have like this exagger- yeah. exaggerated anime accent on. It's oh, nice. yeah. You, know, you get it for one second. You get it for one second. <laughs> no, and it's, it's, it's the perfect payoff. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like so we're I we're think, out of it. You know, we're we're yeah. going on to the real world. Yeah. And speaking nice. of going to the real world, it's going to segue right into reviews. And I think we're going to have to do this uh 5 out of 5 end of end of Evangelions. Um cuz it's just it's it's funny to me to think about how many times we've tried it in the series. <laughs> yeah. Um does anyone want to jump in first? I'll I'll go first. Feelings? Uh I'll go four go. and a half end of end of the Evangelions. This Mostly as a fan of Evangelion, like I think if you're just someone who like just watched the rebuilds, I don't think it would be satisfying to you. Yeah, but piece of shit. Yeah, like uh, the stuff about Gendo like deliberately walking into the Ava unit's mouth instead of having his head bitten off. Yeah, which like, it's also like I, I think him. I've said in the previous reviews that like why would you be watching the rebuilds if you weren't already a fan of the. Like, I guess the first movie, I could see, like, oh, it's just, like, a quicker way to get Evangelion. But then by the end of the second, it's like, okay, they're doing something different, which I appreciate. Yeah, kind of a, but it's not, let's see what the big deal is. Yeah, which this movie, I, again, yeah, if you only know the rebuilds, you're not going to like this movie, I don't think. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because I think the whole idea is, like, it's encompassing, like, everything of Evangelion prior to it. Especially that weird-ass ending when they're in the anti-universe. It does. Yeah. It feels really, really uh, like a culmination of everything. Totally. I've heard some people say, like, oh, even people who don't know Evangelion can enjoy this movie. And so I went into it expecting that. And I was like, that person is insane. I mean, I never heard anybody I, say that I, about I, this. I, I think theoretically someone could, but, like, not, not a lot. They could enjoy yeah. parts of it, but as a whole, they wouldn't be able to appreciate it. They get, like, ten... They get the cool, you know, battle with the Ava zombies and, like, the thing in Paris. And that that's really about all it would have for Yeah. Them. Yeah. Um, I guess I could jump in with my uh, my review for uh, the score. I'm, I, we might score it all around the same way, because I also think it's a 4.5 out of 5 end of, end of Evangelions. Because, listen... You gotta go through the movies. The third one is rough, I gotta say, no matter how you're looking at it, at least in my opinion. The first the first two are definitely kind of fun, but the fourth is such a good payoff, and like I said, it's really 
cool to see someone's artistic vision both realized in the first time he did it of going off the spectrum of being depressing with no hope which is supposed to represent i think the spears because the one spear is supposed to be despair and the other spear is supposed to be hope and the second movie is the hope it's like oh there can be a happy ending if you actually work on yourself and you know want to have contact and intimacy with other human beings and all the work you need to do to get there so i think it's just a really great message it's really great to see even for like depressing fanboys who followed this for too long and have no lives maybe they'll be inspired to actually do something finally i'm going real mean with that one but it's it's a four point five out of five then. So, yeah, the movie. Def- I, I don't know why I got so spicy. It's <laughs> because I've been in anime for so long that specifically people really, really in the Evangelion always seem really depressing to me for some reason. <laughs> go ahead. I, I'm... Um. Well, no, I I was going to say the movie really does go that mean though, and like it wants you to not watch any more Evangelion. Uh, some people asked me if it was any good. Like, oh, should I see it? I haven't really uh, seen Evangelion for a long time or I never really got into it. And I was like, well, no, then the movie doesn't want you to see it. <laughs> yeah. It wants you to like, like go do something else. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I'm not trying to be mean with what I'm saying. I think it's that thing of like people who get obsessed with fandoms. And I think Evangelion's always been like uh, kind of a specific target of that. Of like saying like there isn't uh, a beginning and end to things, and there's a certain point where you have to move on, but you can still appreciate the time you had with it. But like, live your life, <laughs> you know. It's yeah. really interesting to me. Yeah. Oh, I have a, actually a little bit of a story about that. So, in Japan, Ava has an even much nerdier reputation than it does here. Well, they'll and... slap Ava shit on anything <laughs> oh, no, over there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, when I was uh, doing a study abroad in Japan, I was at this house party and smoking out on a balcony with a bunch of people and this girl gets a call from her mom and like wondering where she is and if she's at her this party late. or something yeah and so this guy uh standing next who had like a big marijuana leaf necklace leans or to her phone and says maybe i should collect more evangelion stuff to make it sound like she's not anywhere cool <laughs> yeah Oh man, it's so funny. I know, so yeah, I know. Like, dig. I know otaku's are almost nerdier in Japan than they are in America. Almost, yeah, with the backpacks and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a uh, uh, fly trying to get in my mouth. <laughs> but yeah, I also with my review too, I say that as someone who's been a fan of Evangelion for a while too. So it's those things I see myself as well. Yeah. So. So yeah, I'm going to delete my uh, video essay that I've been working on. <laughs> I'm uh, just going <laughs> to... Thanks a lot, re- Brandon. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to redraw all the fan art I've been working on. So it's about, uh, let's see, what's less nerdier than Ava? I don't know. Uh, uh, Attack Titans? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yes, Steins Gate. Uh, <laughs> so. Wait, no, that was a bad idea. Uh, should I go? The horse girl anime? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Uma Musume Pretty Derby. Yeah, that's People fucking really huge that now. Yeah, 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 what is going on? Uh, I don't know. But, uh, I think society's finally devolved. Anyways, go to your review. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I will also give it 4.5 out of 5 End of Avis. And I think the reason is that um, some of the stuff towards the end I felt was maybe a little bit too on the nose, like kind of unsubtle about what it was trying to convey. And... I would have liked to also see it just get a little bit weirder, but other than that, um, how how oh, how much and, weirder do you want it to get? Like, what what parts should be weirder? 
Um, I want to see, like, a lot of the same, uh, kind of effects. Oh, the, uh, the flashing title cards, for one thing. Okay, the, yeah, know, those, frame. I miss those, but the, I, yeah. I think that's also, I like, mean, like, Anno working with no budget, versus yeah. Anno working with any budget he fucking wants. Well, they did an end of Ava, too, but, like, I wanted to see, I guess, more, like, visual craziness. There's a kaleidoscope scene, uh, towards the end of this one where everything is kind of turning inside out and you've got like splitting shinjis and everything. Yeah. I wanted to see more of that. Okay. But um I get no, you. that's that's just a tiny little gripe. Uh the other thing though that I think um would have pushed the movie up a little bit better is if there was a bit more of a build up to the con uh confrontation with Gendo and Nerve because all of a sudden like it's just like, "Oh, by the way, we're going to go have a final battle." They don't really <laughs> say like why did they pick this particular time you know how how have they been strategizing with it it's just like uh getting a text uh last minute saying like hey we're gonna go blow up nerve tonight you want to come you're right but the movie was <laughs> yeah. all you're right but the movie was already super long yeah it was like it two was. and a half hours which like i was okay with that i i still watched the movie like four or five times but that's yeah, it did not long. feel like two and a half hours. Yeah. It felt Sometimes it does. Like, twice it didn't, three of the other times <laughs> it did. Yeah. But other than that, I am extremely satisfied with what I saw. I, I thought it was fantastic. Definitely yeah, a gotta, worthy capstone to the whole. I know we got to get some Martin still for this one, but I, I think yeah. it's a universal thing. This is I, many hardcore fans who are done with the movies and people still really into the series. Uh, universally i've heard people just really be like wow they really they really did a good job with this last one and i think we were all kind of cut off guard because of how third had such a reputation for it so, it had a reputation really, and it was yeah. nine years yeah. yeah it shouldn't have worked it's exactly like persona 5 guys it was in production for <laughs> almost 11 years everyone forgot about it and didn't think it'd be good but now you never saw it coming <laughs> you, you never see it coming it's it's crazy it's like a reverse final yeah. fantasy 15 fantastic <laughs> that's a good way to put it uh i i also want to give it a pretty high score i think i want to just give it a five out of five because i i mean Damn. i only started congratulations I, <laughs> congratulations i i only started watching ava like last year but i've seen i've seen all of the anime i've taken in a good amount of the media obviously there are a billion fucking spin-off games and mangas oh, yeah. various light novels there's whatever that you can get into all the hentai exactly I don't seen, google I've, human I've, salvation I've, project i've only seen like 20 percent <laughs> of the hentai like <laughs> i okay that's a lot of hentai so. i anyway i i loved it uh this isn't really a gripe but i think it really shows how uh, anna was kind of like grown in taste as a director uh i really liked end of evangelion and one of my favorite things in End of Evangelion is that fight Asuka has with, like, the uh, artificial units, where it's just this oh, fucking yeah. bloody, visceral, giant, messy fight. And oh, the yeah. fact that we didn't have something like that in this, in this movie, it, again, I think it kind of shows how he's he's kind of not not matured, but changed as an artist over time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's one of the feel best scenes in that movie, too. That's, like, the highlight. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that. Well, I think also... There's something uh, with the switch from analog cell animation to digital is I heard somebody else, they were talking about Ava in this context and comparing it. And then they're saying there's a kind of fleshiness to cell animation that yeah. digital hasn't really learned to replicate yet. Uh, some of it, just like the 
analog artifacts and everything. And I think part of what makes the uh, bird, like the pigeon Ava fight, so great is that you get this real sense of the material that everything is made of and you know the, the feel of the blood it looks you get such, it looks very convincing my favorite the shot that always like kills me is the shot like the first time that oscar hits her like spear against one of the other like mass production ava spears and you see their weight like how slow they're moving oh yeah but yeah. still moving like how they would in a movie yeah yeah, here they feel much, much lighter and, you know, more like a ninja movie. And even there's a thing, uh, we didn't really mention it before, but uh, after they get through the zombie Avas, there are like these weird little Ava imp things that are just made out of two unit one arms yeah. kind of jumping around. Oh, yeah, I love those And things. yeah, everything is, yeah, yeah, they were, they were they cool. Remind me, did did uh, anyone ever watch uh, Jerry Springer like in the early 2000s? No, yeah, he would just no, randomly no, have this no. guy on who was like missing the lower half of his body, and you just walk around on his hands, and it reminded me of that. I know that guy. <laughs> like, I don't oh, know man, him, but I know cool. the guy you're talking yeah. about. He would show up on shit all the time. Oh, that's Freaking awesome! Wild. Yeah, I hope he didn't yeah. self destruct as much as uh, <laughs> weird little Abel. <laughs> yeah, like globbing onto Mari's unit and then blowing up. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Those things looked incredibly difficult to fight, which is why I thought they were such a great addition to that part. But yeah, it is a different sensibility in terms of the way they flit around like uh, little, you know, ninja birds. And somehow, like, I know we've already gone over this, but Mari's whole being able to absorb other Avas. Yeah, which was kind of fun. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, like, <laughs> takes the arm, because Mari seems to be kind of like a cheat character. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, a Mari it's like a meta aspect. Of, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've seen it. So <laughs> yeah. seen it at, the, at the end, it was uh, a little bit strange, because it almost felt like Mari was being used as a reward for Shinji. Yeah. Like, hey, you get this awesome girl, uh, like, just sort of hand it to you because she likes you a lot because like it's part of her mission to sort of kick you out of this rut i thought that was a little bit weird um yeah that's the thing a lot of fans have uh, theorized too that's supposed to represent anno's wife as well uh because oh, of yeah. the same reasons of like who shinji is supposed to also be part of anno and where he ends up and then which is like maybe but i don't know it, it's fine he he ended up with uh, he ended up with a girl you know it's, yeah she's uh from what I've seen of, like, the manga that she's made, Anno's wife does seem to be something of, like, a manic pixie dream comic artist. <laughs> yeah. But, whatever. He, so, de he deserves it. He's I'm the Japanese cool Juno. Yeah. Once yeah. again, that, that, does, that does add a meta layer of, like, is it a commentary that Anno is saying is that he did end up with a manic pixie uh, dream comic maker, and this is the character. Listen, you could talk about this all day, but this is going to be a long-ass episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, cut all of me... cut everything i said yeah just weird si well i'm not gonna replace yeah. it it'll just be blank silence <laughs> be a Gar garfield minus garfield <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it'll be like wow they've really lost the best garfield they've gone yeah. insane uh but yeah i think uh i think we should do a a, a quick stupid game section Quit playing stupid games because i had a really fun idea for this one and we're actually just gonna go to uh how how tall is steve Bushimi? We, we got to get back to it. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. Uh, John, I know we asked you originally last time you were on how tall Steve Bashimi is. So we're just going to go to the lightning round. 
And I want to ask you all, how tall do you think Ray Ayanami is supposed to be? 5'2". I'll say 5'3". I want to say 5'5". Okay. Are you all ready to have your fucking minds blown? Sure. All right, go for it. Canonically, that uh, in the comics and the anime, she's supposed to be seven two. No, she's a uh, she's <laughs> really short. They she's supposed to be four eight. Really? No eight. What? Yeah. That's yeah. Wow. I guess yeah. there's a lot of people who say that because I guess it's supposed to be. Really I guess Shenji's also a kid. Yeah. So yeah, I pick her up sense. and put her in my pocket. He could easily be yeah. like five five. Yeah. Uh, when I googled this, I thought this would be a fun little uh, tidbit. Is the second thing that the question after this is uh, Reddit, and it says, "I hate myself for asking this, but what are the canonical measurements of Rei Anami?" What does you she don't smell hate yourself like? For asking You're that. dirty monster. <laughs> You're dirty, dirty yeah. little monster boy. Get off the internet, you little creep. Um, Figure it out yourself, and, and don't tell anyone. <laughs> and we're gonna do a slight, uh, a slight uh, kind of uh, deviation off how tall is Steve Buscemi. Because they had another question that was posed right under that, which is, is Ray autistic? No. Um, I don't know if we should have this debate because it's probably not too just, sensitive just, or just, good. Just, but... just neurodivergent, please. Yes. Yeah, neurodivergent's better. It's a lot and more like, inclusive. Probably? Uh, but that all... I mean, she's yeah. not human. Yeah. yeah, given that she's like an alien consciousness that huh. was designed to seed life. She's an artificially I mean, created she's... thing. Yeah. She's a person, not sure. Typical. But... Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I just think it's the, the internet's such a, a gross and wild place that literally after somebody's asking their height, they have to ask if if she's on the spectrum or neurodivergent. I'm like, why, <laughs> why? One uh, of us. Yeah, you know, it's like a, a, a like a neck beard asking that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I sure. myself am also autistic, and I require an autistic wife. Well, self-diagnosed, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's but nobody okay, likes me. And I think <laughs> just like in the Van So I gotta ask you then finally, uh for the last type measurement, how tall is Frank Sinatra? Ooh. I wanna five, five nine. Eight. Five eight. Okay, I think both John and Martin said five eight, right? Yeah. And then how tall five is nine. five nine? All right. Well, I have to. I have to say this. Luke is the only loser this time Aww. because John DeMar got it right on the dot. He's yes. five eight. Oh shit! Uh, I will Finally, be, I uh, won something. Fly us to the moon, yeah, baby. I'll be mailing you both. Uh, <laughs> I'll be both uh, mailing you three payday bars. Uh, they should be arriving in the next two to three weeks. So All right. Keep your eye out for a peanut butter. You better actually mail them that <laughs> shit, Brandon. I fucking kill for a payday bar. Right and if now, you want a payday bar. And if yeah, you want a payday bar out there in listening land, email us. Yeah, please email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. If you email us there and you give me your address, I'll send you a payday bar, I promise. Yeah, if you, if you email us and you write chicken monkey somewhere in the email, we will send you, literally, I will at my own expense send you a payday bar. Don't. You know what? This is the this is the new thing we're starting. We we for real, if you've listened to the podcast at this point and you email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com, with those uh, credentials that Luke said, or just even say, I want the payday bar, and you give us your address, we will <laughs> literally send you a payday I, bar. I, see, I, and see, it's I you. see this playing out one of two ways. Either no one does it, or this ends up on like a Slick Deals subreddit, and we get a thousand <laughs> messages for free payday bars. 
All right, the cap's going to be 100, so the first Yeah, 100, that's a good one. Which is still a lot, but still that'd be I think we're going to find out we have a lot of Norwegian fans. <laughs> that's my oh, guess. No, the shipping's going to kill us. Oh, yeah, man, every, everybody lives fun. in McMurdo Village in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you hear um, the news, Panzuki? <laughs> it's a payday. <laughs> they won't be listening after this episode, I can tell you that. Finally, we can yeah, get some candy. I have not seen the sunlight in years. Very depressed. To get out of this hole really quickly, I think we should end it with the usual recommendations and plugs. can both give us anything you'd like to recommend it could be a show it could be a feeling it could be a day of the year anything really and then if you got any pluggables go for it um does it does anybody have anything uh, on the tip I, of their tongue yeah i want to i got okay go ahead martin Whoa, sorry uh, no you're good uh all right so first off follow me at weird thrift shop finds on instagram i find things at thrift shops and i take pictures of them and the mm-hmm. thing i recommend uh freaking r.i.p to a real one Go watch my favorite not comedy special, which is the I Want to Be a Millionaire or Who Wants to Be a Millionaire episode where uh, Norm MacDonald is on. It's it's a fucking delight. Oh. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. so real one. Yeah, it's a real bummer. We just found out today for uh, when you, if you want to know when we recorded this. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, yeah. it was today that he it was announced he died at least. Maybe he died the night before, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, R.I.P. And yeah, watch. Uh, I was going to recommend What If on uh, Disney Studios, but yeah, now I'm just going to recommend anything Norm MacDonald. Hell yeah, Dirty Jobs. Good. Yeah, Dirty, Dirty Jobs yeah. is good. D- d- uh, you can uh, skip Screwed. I know Dave Chappelle's <laughs> in yeah, it, but it's not very good. Hell yeah, Seven look, Minutes of Billy Madison. Look up the moth joke on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, definitely look up that moth joke on YouTube. Oh, That's that so good. Joke. I still think about that every once in a while. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch it tonight after we're done here. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Uh, for my for my recommendations, I was also gonna recommend uh, Dirty Work or Dirty Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. No, I was gonna go with, of course, anything with Norm Macdonald. Even the Norm sitcom. Catching some of the clips on uh, on YouTube. Uh, shout out to Billy Dean because we were talking about it earlier in a group chat. But I, I love that in the Norm show, as he pointed out, he never wanted to act; he just wanted to be stupid. So it's funny to watch all these like sitcom actors try to act around Norm Macdonald. He's just being Norm. It's, it's a real treat. Yeah, he's. I mean, I, he brought me so much joy as a kid. So it's like, yeah, give him a little time here. It's a. Uh, it's, it's sad to see him go, but what a funny. Oh, dude. also another recommendation: uh, Jim Brewer's story about uh, the Twilight Zone sketch from SNL. With Norm Macdonald, oh, yeah. <laughs> just uh, just Google, There's yeah, some... uh, Jim Brewer, Twilight Zone sketch. I think you'll find the video. Yeah, my recommendation so was going to be Norm Yeah, my recommendation was just going to be any of the things that got him fired from SNL. <laughs> oh, those OJ bits are so fucking good. Yeah, it's crazy to think that OJ oh, finally yeah. got him. <laughs> yeah, and now you know the mystery. But uh, I think. I think that takes us to the the end of Evangelion of podcasts of Podzuki. You hear that other podcast? Yeah, None wow. of you guys can talk about Evangelion anymore. <laughs> we know we we, did it first. we know we know we've let you down. <laughs> yeah. 
So we've way, been a fool to ourselves. How it feels. Yeah. 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 We've made uh we've made yet another good entry into the fandom. If you feel let down, I feel like so. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. But, uh, I I think we can do this one. Are you, are you boys yeah. ready? Oh God. I think we are. Wait for yeah. one. Three, two, two, one. You're going like to like the way we fuck. I guarantee it. it. Oh my gosh, we actually We got it. it. We can't see each other's faces. Something <laughs> but... I was just following you guys. I don't know yeah. what's going on. But this I did it. Of oh my God. Wow. All right. If recording. only we could have to get some drone footage now of our hometown. <laughs> <laughs> We regret that you have not yet complied with our order. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>